What is going on, guys? Thanks for coming back to Know the Colts Universe podcast. Um, we're here with Brent. Uh, what's up, man? We're going to talk about yesterday's game and the 23 nothing shutout against the Cowboys. What's up, dude? Hey, man, I'm super excited about that shutout. You've got to be kidding me. We held Zeke under 100 yards. That's amazing. Yeah, man. I mean, um, it was just a great game overall, and I'd say the refs really in the first half were calling a really bad game. Um, I'd say mainly for the Colts, but it was both on bad sides. Um, did you see the one play, uh, Quincy Wilson, who was like third down, not sure what wide receiver he was against, but third down, he didn't even touch the receiver, and they called holding on him, the announcers even said it was bad, like, the refs yesterday, it was a bad game for officiating, and we still held them 23 nothing. it was a pretty awesome game. It was a real bad game officiating, and now you see all the Cowboys fans whining about it. Well, I think it's funny that i seen some Cowboys fans saying that's why they lost the game, but it's like, no, you lost 23 nothing to a good football team, and the refs were bad both sides. They were really bad both sides. But, yeah, overall, it was a really good game for the Colts defensively. Defense, this young team's looking really freaking good. Offensively, we played good without Andrew Luck really having to do anything. I mean, Andrew Luck, you know, he, had, he was 16 for 27, under 200 yards, no touchdowns, no sacks, though. But uh, Marlon Mack really player of the game in my opinion he had 27 carries 139 yards and two touchdowns he's been he went off today in the offense line really big reason he did ryan kelly back but man it was awesome to see uh, marlon mack play good and us win without andrew luck having to lead the offense no yeah it was amazing i think i saw quentin nelson get to the second uh second line of defense Pretty often, I know I saw Ryan Kelly bulldoze some linebackers whenever he got rid of his tackle. He was the line played amazing. Marlon ran everywhere on them. We didn't need Andrew to do anything. And actually, it's funny that um, I was you watched Undisputed with Skip Bayless and uh, Shannon Sharp. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was um, saying still that he gave Dak a B average for the game and was like. <laughs> Andrew didn't do anything, all this, and I'm listening. I'm like, and Shannon Sharp's like, he didn't have to do anything. This team won. The defense shut it down, and the running back ran. That's all that happened. And 100%, I think, um, in that, with that being said, Andrew Luck didn't do a lot today or the, yesterday. I mean, if, if it came down, Andrew Luck had to have played good to win the game. 100% believe Andrew Luck would have done it. I think if the run game wasn't playing as good, I think Andrew Luck's stats would have been a lot better. But, I mean, the run game played great, so we didn't have to do anything. And it was just good football. You know, it was very balanced. Um, and defensively, man, we held the team, Cowboys as a team, to 112 total rushing yards. Zeke had 87 of those. I mean, overall, we played really good rush defense. Um, defense overall was great. I like um, Taekwon Lewis, two sacks. Um, Autry, one sack and a field goal block. I mean, overall, it was a great game to get a shutout. And it was just awesome game for Colts. And, Telling you, future is bright. Future is so bright for this team. And one thing I saw, um, this team is the youngest team in the NFL. If you take out Adam Vinatieri's age, forty-six years old, if you take that away, this is the youngest team in the NFL. You add that, we're the fifth youngest. So just future is bright, man. Hey, I'm completely okay with us being the fifth youngest because of Adam. He can keep kicking for the next four years, but I care. Yeah. Let him keep bombs. I don't mind. But, yeah, absolutely, future is extremely bright, and that's why I want to get to the wild card this year to give our young stars that presence of being to the playoffs and knowing what it means. But you were right with um, Altry's field goal block. 
special teams also played amazing. And Autry has been a tear, another sack, a field goal block. And I think Darius was right there ready to block it, too. Everyone was there. Our whole team all around, everybody was amazing. And I think having Flux, which they've all been calling on our defensive coordinator, um, I think having him there really helped us because he dialed up everything when we needed. He knew exactly what Dallas was trying to do and when they were going to do it. He attacked when he wanted to. Yeah, and defensively, man, I mean, it keys to the game. It was stopping Zeke in the run game, but another thing was don't let Amari Cooper let it let light up the defense. And the uh, Cooper was targeted seven times yesterday. He only had four catches for 32 yards. Totally took him out of the game like we took. Um, man, what's the other wide receiver for Texans we took out? Um, you talking about Hopkins? Yeah, Hopkins. We took both two star wide receivers. We took them out back-to-back games. Um, the Colts coming in, you know, these were going to be the two hardest games of the year, really, the way they looked. Both of them were the hottest teams in football. Texans' nine-game winning streak. Dallas, um, five-game winning streak, and we snap both. And, I mean, this Colts team, I think, man, anyone they can really line up against and play really good football, um, I think we're going to, if we can make the playoffs, we're going to be a team that's going to make some noise. Not saying we're going to be, like, a contender and have a shot to win it this year. I think it's just re- still a really young team, but I think we can knock out Texans first round, even Patriots first round, if the way they're playing. Yeah, like I, like I told you when we first started talking about this, um, they beat all expectations anybody has had this season already. They have yeah. played out of their minds all season, and it shows, and I'm glad this team is on a roll. Frank Reich says 1-0 every week. All right? Two more weeks is all we need. We need Giants. We need Titans. That's two more run games. But if we stop Zeke for 87 yards, we can stop. Um, Saquon, he's hard, but we can stop there. Um, Henry. We can stop him. And I think this team is going to win both games as long as we stop those running backs like we did Zeke. Yeah, 100%. Also, I think with the next week, the Giants game, they lost yesterday, and um, that ended their playoff hopes. They had really slim playoff hopes, but they had it, and now they're out of the playoff race. Um, hopefully it kind of makes them all just kind of want to shut down and make it a much easier game for the Colts. But, yeah, 100%. Um, no reason I don't see us stopping Saquon Barkley and then Derrick Henry the following week after. I think we're in great position. Um, this Sunday, though, the either the Steelers, the Steelers and Ravens, we need one of them to lose. Steelers are playing the Saints in um, New Orleans, and the Ravens are playing the Chargers in um, L.A. So both away games for both those teams. We just need one of them to lose. Can't believe the Patriots lost yesterday, though. Man, Tom Brady, Tom Brady's declining, in my opinion. But yeah, just one of them. Just need one of them to lose, and then us went out and we're in the sixth seed. So Steelers defense showed out last night, right? Steelers defense showed up, and it was amazing to watch. Um, I, I can't, I'm not going to say Tom's in declining until he gets to the playoffs, but yeah. um, a lot of people haven't seen it. And, like, Eric, there's an opinion out there, which is yours, that he's declining, and it's agreeable. It's very much agreeable. I'm not on that subject, though. I'm on the subject that the Steelers against the Saints, Saints won that first seed. They want that bye week. They don't want the Rams or anybody else to keep up. So they want that first seed. They're going into Pittsburgh for blood. Also, with the Chargers. The Chargers are fifth seed right now. Like, in the AFC, that's how good the AFC is right now. That's how good the Chiefs are. So they don't want anything. Like, they clinched playoffs, but they're not done. 
Well, if, if they, I think if they win out, I think they can um take the division. If the Chiefs lose one, I'm not sure if they play the Chiefs. I heard something if they win out, they could win the division. So I know it's a game the Chargers want to win. Yeah, I was going to say they're going to win regardless. Um, Philip Rivers is a competitor. He never is going to take anyone lightly. He doesn't want to go in there and just, you know, take it lightly. Think of it as a game not to win. He wants to go in there, chill out, and he wants to charge his victory. And I got to say, if we don't make the playoffs, if we get to the playoffs, I'd be happy. I'd be amazed, and I'm still rooting for us. But whenever we get out or if we go all the way, that's amazing. Whenever we get out, I'm rooting for Philip Rivers to get one. If Andrew Luck and company is not there, I'm rooting for Philip Rivers because he deserves one. Yeah, he's been a you know quarterback's not really had a lot of talent around him the last few years, uh, and it's good to see them do good. But um, yeah, I think um the game between the Ravens and Steelers, who I think is going to lose between them two, I think Ravens is probably going to lose. I think that Charger defense is going to um, make a lot of problems for Lamar Jackson. I think rookie quarterback, he's going to have a lot of problems against the Charger defense. But, um, yeah, I think both games are really possible to lose. Both teams, I think, can lose. But I think Ravens is more of a, I think, for sure is going to lose. But, yeah, just need one of them to lose. And then Colts went out. Um, let's see. So, yesterday um, on third downs, the Colts were 8-12 of on third down. And the Cowboys, let's see, where's the Cowboys? Cowboys were 4-12 of on third down. So, big difference there. Colts had about four minutes over the Cowboys on time of possession the whole game. Um, but yeah, third down was big for the Colts, eight to twelve. Um, and defensively for the Colts, um, they held Cowboys four twelve on third down. It was a great game overall, all aspects of the game. I saw a stat in the fourth quarter of that game um, about Cowboys dominating time of possession in the first half, and the second half we completely took that away yeah. from them. Yeah, it was it was ridiculous. We completely controlled the game in the second half. There was no way anything was happening. You stop Zeke, you make Dak throw the ball, you can win every week. So the fact that we stopped Zeke and we had made Dak throw the ball and we sacked him, we hit him, we messed him up, that's what won us the game. Well, yeah, the Colts in the first half, the defensively, they were playing bend, don't break defense. Um, they were giving up a lot of yards. I mean, they were moving the ball good, but then just when it when it mattered most, the Colts made plays, stopped it, got a field goal block, you know, kept them from scoring overall first half, second half, even better defensively. I mean, overall, it was just such a great game. Um, really balanced game. Um, the defense had three sacks, two to Taekwon Lewis, the rookie, and one to Autry. Um, it was just a great game. Cool to see Andrew Luck not get sacked against a really good um, Dallas front seven. Um, and held held up, and we didn't get um didn't give up one sack on Andrew Luck. How about how about Braylon Smith? Right, he played outstanding yesterday. He played against. I saw some guy on Twitter. He's a Colts follower. I forgot who he is, but he's talking about Smith up against JJ Watt, and then he went up against Lawrence. And Smith played out of his mind. He's been really good. And oh yeah. Hag, we started Hag yesterday, and he played amazing. Yeah, 100%. Like our line, we have depth there, and that is the first time we've had a good line and good depth in I don't know how long. And um, two more things. Uh, in the beginning of this, I remember our first podcast together, you said that you really liked Quincy Wilson. And I was, I didn't know what to think because I haven't been a big Quincy Wilson fan. I've been a big Nate Harrison fan. I didn't think Quincy Wilson was showing out, and I didn't really like him. <clears throat> he has played out of his mind. Last this game against the Cowboys, Quincy was great. 
Quincy was all over the field. I saw 31 everywhere. And I got to take it back, man. He looked good. I like him. And Darius Leonard, we'd be, we'd be wrong not to mention how long his arms are with that block he had. You see that pass breakup? Yeah, he had two pass defenses yesterday. Yeah, I, the one where uh, he was stacked with throwing in the middle of the field and Darius was behind the receiver and he just reached out and hit the ball in the air and it should have been intercepted. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, his arms are super long. That was amazing. I, did, I thought that was a completed pass for a second. Yeah, I was... <laughs> Yeah, it was a really good game defensively. Um, looking at some of the def- oh, someone who else um stood out too was George Odom. He had five tackles, a pass defense, and the last drive for the Cowboys had an interception on like fourth down to seal the shutout. George Odom's looked pretty good these last few weeks. Um, and I like him at safety. Um, he's kind of a younger player that is kind of playing yeah, I up. Watched, I watched him a lot in that game. I felt like he was all over the field. I thought he played. Uh, like like you said, he played really well. I was really impressed because it's not a guy that I expect a lot out of, you know, throughout the week. So when he came in, he came out firing. He was hitting. He got the interception at the end. He did really well. Yeah, I remember um, on that last drive when the culture had it around the midfield, and it was like four minutes, three minutes left. I posted on Instagram, I'm smelling a shutout. And then, like, the next player, the play after that, freaking Marlon Mack fumbled the ball. And so Cowboys had the ball in our territory. Everybody started commenting, oh, dude, you jinxed it, blah, blah, blah. And then gets the fourth down. George Odom gets the interception, and I posted the next post. I didn't jinx nothing, yo. I mean, that, that was – George Odom was clutch there. Um, it was good defense all around, though. Even when we uh, turned the ball over, even when we turned the ball over, gave Dallas good position, we still got to stop. And it's just good defense. Yeah, we played spectacular all game. It was it was a fun game to watch for us, right? It was we needed it. It's a good morale booster. Everyone afterwards in the locker room was enjoying themselves. It was huge for our morale going to the end of the season, and just we needed that win. And I'm so happy we got it. Remember a couple of weeks ago we were talking about receiving, and oh, it was for the Houston game. We were talking about receiving, and we needed to have production out of our number two and number three to win that game. Turns out in this game, we did not need that. I don't know if you've seen this, but nobody except for T.Y. and Hines had over three receptions. Yeah. And that's just, I mean, it was running game. We ran the ball good and we we moved the ball overall. But yeah, Hilton, you know, what's crazy too is I thought 100% Hilton was going to play or whatever. I didn't think it was like a real question. But I guess Hilton was saying he was like barely at seventy percent ready to play, but then um he saw this um Tyler, this kid Tyler on the field before game, and he um told Hilton that it's his last Colts game. He has a heart condition, and Hilton said he knew he had to play, and that was his sign to play. Glad to you I played um, but yeah I like um I like Naheem Hines a lot, man. He had four catches, forty five yards. I like him running out of the backfield. He can play wide receiver in the slot. He's a good versatile player we got, and I like him a lot. He's an excellent receiving back. He grabs a lot of balls. Like, I remember a lot of hard catches. Because I remember when I first started watching him, and he was making these amazing catches where he would get hit instantly. And usually a running back would drop it. But he held on every single time. He catches balls in the end zone that he should be dropping. Like, he's really good. And in a team where we've had a lot of drops this year, he's come up in some clutch moments. He's been consistent. Well, yeah, in Hines in college, he was a wide. He played wide receiver in college, so that's 
a big reason he's been doing that. Um, he's good. He has the experience. We can play him at slot. We can move him to slot from the backfield. I like him a lot. I really like Marlon Mack and Naheem Hines as the one-two punch. I don't think yeah, Hines is the agree. best running back running the ball, though. I don't, I don't see him really making plays running it. But as a receiving back, I like him a lot. Did you see, um, yeah, Marlon showed up with strength yesterday. Uh, Frank Wright challenged the offensive line and the running game to go over 100 yards because Cowboys hadn't allowed a 100-yard rusher since week three or something like that, right? Yep, yep. So challenge them, and Marlon was running with people on his back. He was, he was carrying people if, game. Yeah, and if you look, too, he was patient. Like the He had good vision. Um, he was being really patient and finding holes, and it was it was a really good game for Marlon Mack. And I actually um I just seen this stat um I posted on Instagram. He's averaging seventy five point five yards per game when he's played. That's eighth best in the NFL, and he has seven hundred and fifty five yards in ten games this year. Imagine if he played all sixteen. What is he'd be over a thousand yards most likely. So, I mean, I, I say he's the future man. I don't want Le'Veon Bell. I like um I like Marlon Mack and then Hines number two and Jordan Wilkins is number three. I like our running back group. So, yeah, 100%. I don't want Le'Veon Bell. I know a lot of people, Colts fans still do, but no, I don't. I know in the beginning of the season, I believe that, um, sorry, I believe that Jim Mercer came out and said that he believes Marlon Mack is a 1,000 yard rusher. Yeah. He plays every game. He's a 1,000 yard rusher. He's good. I didn't believe him. I will be the first one to tell you that I was very hesitant because he had a good season last year, but it was a decent season. And then he comes out of the gate this year when he gets healthy, and like you said, he rushes for 70-plus yards a game where he plays, and I am thrilled to have him in the backfield. He's shifty. As long as he stays patient and behind our line, our line can move anyone, and he can run behind that at any time. I, I'm happy with him. Yeah, and um, just two more things about defense that I have written down note-wise. Um, Kamoko Ture didn't play a single snap yesterday. Ever since Taekwon Lewis has came back, uh, Kamoko Ture's play has really went down a lot, and yesterday he didn't play a single snap. Yeah, I, you said that earlier, and like we were just discussing, Kamoko played so good in the beginning of the season. He's been productive. I want him to have more snaps. I want to see Lewis out there more, too. I just wish they could move Lewis down one and give Kamoko right outside of him and rush both of them. I think that would be amazing, and that's what I was reading last week when I was telling you that, um, that they're trying to do that, but injuries and stuff are stopping them. If they're both out there, let them both go. Yeah, moving um, him inside a little bit, then putting Ture on the DE. But yeah, 100%. And then another stat, um, just for um, talking about Elliott, we had to stop him under 100 yards, and we also had to look out for him receiving the ball. He's a good receiving back as well. He had seven catches for um, 41 yards, more than Cooper had, and uh, um, his longest catch was 10 yards. We kept that from being big plays. We didn't let him break out, make any big plays. Overall, defense did its job. They played freaking great football. Best defense I've seen in a long time for the Colts. Yeah, definitely. And something I saw yesterday that we need, I believe, because I keep saying that we need a linebacker on the other side of Darius. And, you know, Anthony Walker has been good in the middle, and then you get um, good on the outside, and you know what? He's played all right, but something I saw yesterday is that we need coverage linebackers. Uh, their tight ends were open a lot of the time. Darius was on coverage sometimes, and he tackled them almost as soon as they got the ball, but 
we need another coverage linebacker that's going to be a just lockdown coverage linebacker for bigger tight ends because Dallas's tight ends aren't the greatest. If we go up against, uh, let's just say, Travis Kelsey, for instance, if we go up against him, he might destroy, he might eat. So well, I think we need a coverage linebacker now. You don't think they can just move Clayton Gathers down? I know injury-wise, you know, not having um, uh, Mike Mitchell's out that game and then not having um, the um, Fairly, he's on IR, not having them, um, obviously, injury-wise. We can't really move Clayton Gathers down a lot um, to the linebacker, but you don't think Clayton Gathers can go one-on-one with a lot of tight ends? Because I know that's one of his specialties is going against tight ends. He's got good size and... Um, I know coming out of the draft, uh, he was more of a safety that can cover good tight ends. Yeah, no, but like you said, with the injuries, that's where my mind's going. With all the injuries we have, and you know, he's a safety. I want him to be able to scan. You know, Malik takes a lot of that scanning the field away. He does a lot of that. He plays a lot of zone, and you give gathers the tight end. You give gathers uh, the man-to-man half the time. And you have Malik be back there with the zone. But I think with him, is that is his specialty. But I'd also like to see a linebacker there that could do that in case we need gathers with injuries and stuff to be able to stay back there and play from the safety position as a zone covered in the back. So that way nobody goes deep on us. Yeah. I just want to say something about the offensive line, too. I mean, you look at this offensive line, you got Costanzo left tackle, um, Got Nelson left guard, center Ryan Kelly, right guard when healthy it's Mark Lewinsky, right tackle Braden Smith. That offense line right there I think is going to be is really one of the best in the NFL if healthy. Um, and then you look at depth wise, we have Joe Hag, um, we have uh, Eric or Boheme, and then we have that Andrews guy. I think all three of those are solid um, depth players, especially Joe Hag. I like Hag a lot. I think Boheme played good when he's played. Um, overall, this offense line is really good. I don't think we really have to do anything else. I know um, Anthony Costanzo, I think he's out of contract after next year. Hopefully they bring him back for another two, three years. I think he can still play. Um, but I like this offense line. What Chris Ballard has done is amazing. Totally fixed the offense line. It's not an issue at all. I'm really excited about the future. Am I the only one that misses Muhart? Yeah, I miss him. I knew, man, when he when he played, he was the top right guard in the NFL. When he played, he was really freaking good, and it just sucks he had to retire because of injuries. Yeah, I agree. And you know, our right guard right now is Mike. He uh, he's old. He's older, and like you said, we have Hag behind him, which I think we're fine with. Glowinski, um, Glowinski is twenty six, so it's not that bad. He still's got years. Yeah, Glowinski's only. No, I apologize. Sir. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I, I was have... thinking. I was thinking of um the other day. I was thinking. I looked it up the other day. Man, it's Glowinski, older stuff. Kind of sounds like an older guy. I look up, man. He's twenty six years old. I apologize. I really thought he was older. Am I bad for not knowing that? Yeah. Bit? See, in this offense line, other than Constanzo, this offense line is really young, and I mean, future's bright. I mean, he's brought in All talented right, players that are productive. No, man, I thought he was old, too. I looked it up. I was thinking he's going to be 29-30. He's 26, though. All right, I'll take it. He's played out of his mind. I'll take it. But we need him for a few more years. Well, it's like he's a free agent. I don't see no reason why we don't re-sign him. Hopefully he doesn't ask for a lot. I don't think he will, but um, he's a free agent for sure. got to re-sign him. Uh, Clayton Gathers, I want to re-sign. I think out of all the receivers, maybe Inman, 
uh, 100% Zach Pascal the way he's played lately. But yeah. Grant, uh, Grant showed a reason why we brought him uh, yesterday, why we brought him in. That move he put, behind, he was behind the line, behind the chain, and he put a move on the corner that completely left him in the dust and broke it off at 10-yard gain and got us the first down in, in a pivotal moment in the beginning of the game. And that was momentum. He made a move, and that was the reason we brought him in. He's shifty. And it looked nice, but, again, two catches. We didn't have to throw a lot, but he only had two targets. So that's a problem. Yeah, Ebron, man, I don't know how many targets he had, but um, he was kind of quiet that game, too. He had, like, one catch, eight yards or something. But one thing I want to say is I know a few, one of my friends who's a Colts fan, he told me, yeah, Ebron's dropping the ball a lot lately. He said that one drop that was an interception, but the interception was called back because of holding. Um, I know some, maybe some Colts fans think that way. I disagree 100%. I think that ball was kind of overthrown by Andrew Luck. Um, Ebron barely got his fingertips on it. I don't think it was a catchable ball, so I don't think that was Ebron's fault. But, yeah, I'm glad that holding call came back and took away the interception for uh, Andrew Luck. Yes, absolutely. Um, we need Andrew. Stats don't really matter as long as we're winning, right? And, yeah. um, but Andrew has thrown his career, he's thrown interceptions, right? His yeah. career has been team, uh, in interceptions in the team's most years. And um, you know what? It, this year, right, Colts' drops are ridiculous. Our receivers, our tight ends are dropping the ball crazy. And Eric is better now than what he was, 100%. Better at catching the ball now than what he was in his early career when he was with the Lions. But still, our receivers and him and everybody dropping the ball is still unacceptable right now. It's at an unacceptable rate. we got to catch the ball and bring it in. Ebron's getting a lot of 12 touchdowns. I love him. All Colts fans are super happy to have him doing a lot this But as a team, like we have to get better with not in passes. Yeah, 100%, man, 100%. Um, any other thoughts about yesterday? Um, I'm pretty set everything I had to say. Yeah, we talked about it a lot. Uh, we really can't say much, really, because it was just a blowout win. We have nothing really to discuss about the other team and if they did anything to show a weakness. We showed zero weakness. We kept the gunner on at yards. Picked off Dak at the end. We made him throw all game. And Marlon Mack went off. And I hope all Colts fans are happy to see it. And they start thinking Mack might be the real deal because that Cowboys defense for the running game was a real deal. One thing um, I do want to say, a stat that i just seen. Um, so when the Colts are in the red zone, they have the seventh best, um, like, uh, for like they have the seventh best ranked um, scoring touchdowns in the red zone. In the whole NFL, it's like, um, so if they're in the red zone, they had a percentage. I didn't write that down, though. But, yeah, when they're in the red zone, um, they're seventh best to score a touchdown in the NFL. So it's really an offense that's been playing good, and they're doing their job. Same defense. This team is overall playing good. I can't wait to see them against the Giants next week. Yeah. Well, I know Wright does a lot of the um, their play calling. He does the game planning. But I give our offensive coordinator a lot of credit, too, because it's not just Frank and Tim, and they're working together on all of this. Yeah, and Nick Cerrone, the uh, former wide receiver yeah. coach for San Diego, or L.A. now. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like this coaching staff a lot. Um, I like this overall team. I love everything about the Colts right now. Um, 
future's really bright. Um, this team's just really good, and it's great. I can't wait to see after the season um, what we do in the offseason because we're only going to get better. We have three picks in the top 50 in the draft, have probably the most cap space in the NFL and for agency. Don't think we're going to use a lot of the cap space, but overall I'm just excited to see what we're going to do. And I can't wait Absolutely. for next year. I'm, I'm thrilled for next year. Yeah, well, I think that's going to be all, man. Um, Thank you for coming on today, man. Yeah, no problem. We're talking about the Giants game on Thursday. Yep. So, everybody, listen up, and we'll throw that out to you. Sounds good, man. See you. Thanks for coming on. Yep. See you, man.